Yo, soy fiesta. Hola amigos, and welcome back to the third episode of the Yo Soy Fiesta podcast. As you can see, we are shorthanded, missing two of the usual the usual guests on our podcast. Yeah, we're missing uh we're missing Jake and Matt. Both are on vacation. They uh did not abide by the no days off policy and have taken multiple days off. So first we're gonna talk about today is the the Brady contract. And the well it was perceived to be an ex- a two-year extension, but it's really not, as of Ian Rappaport today. What it really is, the two year, those two years, it's, it's really just a raise. And it also saves us cap space. Is it, the two years we're gonna be, are going to be voided after this upcoming season, which means they're just they're going to go away. They're not, like, real. After that, it's just, he's just going to be a free agent. They're going to need to give him a new contract next year if he wants to be back on the team. But it does... But, they gave him like a real big sign-in bonus. That's where most of the money is coming from. So it's so it saves us cap space. So it, but it's an, still an eight million dollar raise. But just, he's just going to need a new contract after next year. But so this basically means we're down to the year-to-year plan for Tom Brady, like like what happened with Brett Favre. Same thing that Drew Brees also has. Yeah, a lot of Pats fans are like freaking out about it, being like, because like if you looked at the contract the other day. It looked like we were gonna have two more years of, or three more years of Brady. We had, we had him through twenty twenty one or whatever the contract was. Yeah. And now we don't. And here it is, where it's this is the this could be the last season that we see of Brady. As he's said, he wanted to play till forty five, but when he's not signing a two year extension and he's not really getting extended, mm. do we think this is like this is the the, the play it out year? Like, what are we what are we thinking? Because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of Pats fans are kind of freaking out, being like, "This is it. This is the last year. What does this mean?" Like, I Brady think, knows. No, you can go. All right. I think it's going to all depend on how he plays this year. I mean, last year he had a statistically down year. He did show up when he needed to, but overall his stats were down. But I, I personally excuse it for the most part because, for one, he had. No receivers. Chris Hogan and Philip Dorsett were our two top two receivers, and Hogan right. was on the down is on the downside of his career now. Or at least just, just didn't have a good year last year. I don't know why, but yeah, it just, just a really didn't... off year for Hogan for yeah. sure. And Dos- Dorsett, yeah, Dorsett and... cannot be your number one guy. He we had the sh- the short yeah. stint of Gordon, but like basically did not have targets. Gronk was obviously not. Gronk yeah, Gronk year. was also hurt again. But I and also he Brady also had his MCL sprain suffered against mm-hmm. Tennessee. Right, and so I, and you could tell he was being easy with it. He was not stepping into throws. He was ducking out of <clears throat> pressure a lot more than usual. He was conser- He looked like he looked very conservative. So I, I want to see how he looks this upcoming season first before I go to any uh, long extension. Yeah, before I really think he's falling off a cliff. I think right. he's, I think it was just a bad year. I certainly don't think he's falling off a cliff. I mean, if if that if a bad year leads to a Super Bowl. 
and I'm perfectly fine with him under center. Mm. Uh, but I do agree. This could be one of those just like we're we're not going to give someone that isn't guaranteed a contract and all this money because you if so, in some way Brady just rapid rapidly declines or he tears his ACL next season, we don't want to be stuck with paying him all this cash in the next two years or however however long we we signed him for. So in that respect, I can see that it would make more sense to keep him on a year by year because even if he's signed he's still year by year with his age so not going to leave the team he's not going to go sign with like miami or something yeah keep I don't him. See, yeah he's definitely that's, not that's, out, of, that's out of the picture he will not he's not leaving so keep him year by year but it just kind of makes it begs the question that if we're we're gonna let him hit the open market for the first time in his career or is this kind of the farewell tour this season? I mean, Brady's a pro at this. This is going to be his, what, 20th season? Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He probably, he knows he his goal has been 45. That's been his goal for five, six years at the most. Yeah, um, quarantine. He knows, he, knows, he knows how these contracts work. He knows um, he could just be doing this just to say, we want the cap space for this season, try to get more help. And then we can rework something or sign a one-year thing for next year. Um, he could just be putting this off just to get more cap space for this season, still knowing in the back of his mind that he will return. Yet for Patriots Nation, that's that's unclear, and everyone's losing their mind, thinking, "Oh, Brady's going to leave. Brady's going to retire." But I feel like Brady still wants to play till he's forty-five at least. Oh yeah, and one thing I did forget to mention that in the co- in the contract. It- it also states that he cannot be franchise tagged or transition mm-hmm. transition tagged, so uh, that's that's also out of the picture. Because like it, I almost thought it was it could be a possibility if they were trying to just franchise him instead of like signing him to a long term deal, but that's now out of the picture. Yeah, um, he's he's gonna like because we can't extend him after this. So he's he's one hundred percent hitting the open market. Yeah. Um, come come next year, and it'll be the first time in his career. Uh, weirdly enough, so I mean, there, like I was saying earlier, there's no way that he is is not resigning. But it just for the first time, I think that I've ever thought this, where I'm like, this is the, but this is the, this could be the last year. Not that it is, but this is the um, that like I've never gone into a season before saying this might be it. I mean, this is. This is Brady's make-or-break season, and I know it's not like a make-or-break season, um, but it's you play well, um, which at this point of his career, statistically, he has not been playing well when the game's pre-regular season matters, but it's when the postseason really hits is when he turns up his game. But he, he needs to have a good season. I mean, Belichick has this history of getting rid of players a year early rather than a year late. While Patriots fans might not want to admit this, that could happen to Brady. It yeah, could, I don't think he's an exception. It happened yeah. to Ty Law. Belichick has no mercy. It's, just, it's happened to almost Gronk. He, he tried to put Gronk in oh, Detroit. Yeah. He yeah. happened. It happened to Welker. He let Welker leave. He let Ty Law leave. He let Guinness leave. Will Fork, he traded Seymour, he got rid of Lawyer Malloy, he got rid of Ronnie Harrison, well, no, Ronnie Harrison came in, so never mind, but um, he's gotten rid of Basically every single players. franchise Patriot that hasn't been named Tom Brady because that has, his day has not come, has at one point 
tr- either tried to bend dealt, dealt or let walk because he does not pay for anyone. I mean, what also could happen is Brady's, depending on this season, if he, let's say, has an awful year. I'm not saying that this will happen if he has just we the pets on this they've finished from like 14 and 2 to 11 and 5 from the past like 7 years. Yeah. And if they fall in that, that doesn't mean Brady still won't be a great quarterback, but he's still going to be on the decline of statistics, passing yards, touchdowns. Um you know you have Stidham. Um from what I've heard Stidham is having a a great camp. Um it's he's he's gotten much praise from Belichick already and depending on what Belichick sees Stidham could be the new Brady in that he got rid of Bledsoe and he feels like Stidham has the capability to not be the next Tom Brady but to to be able to fit the role that he has at a younger level and play just as well as Tom with with a younger and more ability to mature throughout his career See, here's the thing. I mean, all that is true, but Bill will get rid of people like a, like a step before they fall mm-hmm. off. The only thing that would stop me from do, from thinking they would do that to Brady is that we don't know if we have the next guy or not. Let's say they still had Jimmy Garoppolo, then I think he would definitely would have he would be gone. He well, like, I have like a real possibility of being gone at least. Like since we just drafted Stidham, and yes, he's had a good camp, but you don't really know how he's going to do until he hits the field. And if if Stidham, let's say he can't play, then we're going, then we're back to step one in the next draft, and they're going to have to trade up or try and do something to get the next guy before they let Brady walk. Agreed. Uh, I, I don't like really. That's think... the whole thing in itself. Yeah, I don't really think Stidham is the answer at all. I think he was just kind of a. We're gonna pick a quarterback here because we need depth at quarterback. We're gonna create some competition. I don't just think like Bill an outlet. Just like yeah, an outlet. right. I don't think Bill drafted uh, drafted Stidham thinking that he was going to be the next Brady or he's going to blood or do a Bledsoe Brady thing here. I think that what's gonna be interesting is when we go to the draft next this this coming draft. That is going to be the telltale sign of of this step forward because if we do what we've done in the past couple of drafts and not had a high round pick quarterback or someone of like a high caliber QB, that if we don't make a move like that, then that'll tell you that we're planning on re-signing Brady. But if you see the Pats next year go after Fromm or they try to get like uh, any one of those like top middle Pat kind of guys, Tua, Trevor yeah, Lawrence, Tua, Herb, any of those guys, yeah. Um, well, Lawrence the next, the next draft. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure when Fields will come in, but w- within this next coming draft of these QBs, if you see him go after a guy like that, that's when you know that is the end. Or because I don't think that Brady would leave the team without a backup plan, and I don't think Bill would let him necessarily leave without a backup plan either. So I think it's going to you'll see the backup plan get put in place before Brady leaves. What round did we get Stidham in again? Fourth round. Yeah. See, and one thing, I don't think you need like a great QB to run this offense the way it's built at the moment. Cause I mean, or even like to do for the team to do well. Cause if you look at how this team's been built, it's like they've gone heavy on defense. They have a good running game. They're a great O line. And they do have brand new receivers. Most besides Edelman and Josh, if he comes back, are haven't, have not proven anything. So 
there's a lot of questions there, but like I feel like with the good running game and the good defense, you don't need a great QB for this team to win. But Brady to win in the playoffs, but I think you need someone like Brady. So even like if Brady were to retire after this season, maybe someone like Stidham or another guy they get in the draft. He doesn't have to be great, but this team will still be like in the playoffs. Salvageable, yeah, especially in the AFC East. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think the draft will for sure be the the telltale sign of um, of what the plan is. But right now, this is uh, we all we we're guaranteed one more season, and that's it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long season. Just anticipating the end. I think it's well, already the end of the season. Yeah. It's 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 going to be a a crazy end to the season, especially on how this season pans out. Um, I, in my opinion, I don't think Brady would leave. I think he'd retire before he would go to a different team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't never, think anyone. Thinks. I don't think. Yeah, that's out of the question. That that would just be the weirdest looking thing seeing Brady the, in another that's like the photoshops yeah. of him in a Jets jersey uh, just like are hilarious. Uh, I'll tell you this it's I think so there, weird. I think there's zero chance he he ever signs with another team. Oh I, I, yeah, I'd say less absolutely than absolutely not. zero it's, chance he signs with another team. It's like what Joe Mont- Joe Montana did. Like did he get traded to Kansas City or did he um did he leave in free agency? Because that was just weird. I'm not sure. A lot of a lot of Hall of Fame and if a lot of NFL Hall of Famers go to these random teams at the end of their career, just like what MJ did in Washington. The Michael Jordan Wizards, yeah. Yeah, right. it's you're not going to want to do that. You're not going to – I know he doesn't really care. That's what he says. He doesn't really care about his legacy, but you're not going to want to do that, especially what all the Patriots have done for you and you've done for them. You're going to want to retire as a Patriot. Did Joe Montana get traded? Oh, yeah, I'm he on- was – he was I'm traded. Honest, he was traded to Kansas. Right was now. he traded? He went to yeah. Kansas City. I know that. I, yeah, I have it up in front of me. He was traded to Kansas City Chiefs on April twentieth, nineteen ninety three. I and mean, si- this is. I'm million, gonna, yeah, he signed a ten million dollar contract over three years. I will throw this out as our final talking point. The most Belichick move right now. Let's say after this season, Brady's a free agent. Jimmy Garoppolo is also a free agent. Yep, they brought this up a lot on the radio, and I think it's. I mean, he would really have to underperform in, in is, San Francisco for him is, to be Is available. Jimmy really a free agent coming up this year? He will be a free agent, I think, coming up. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I've heard. He might be yeah, a free agent after this season, especially coming off his ACL injury. The 49ers might be wary of that. If, Belich- if that we somehow the got him classic, The most classic Belichick move would be get rid of Garoppolo when he's sitting on your bench. Get something in return, and then when you have a chance, get Jamie him Collins. right back for nothing. Jamie exactly. exactly. <laughs> Just like Jamie Collins. All right, I'm pulling it up right now. He is a free agent in 2023, actually. Okay, well, never yeah. mind. Well, hold on. He has a potential out. In- you found this a lot better than I did. <laughs> uh, see, the thing that gets me about the NFL is contracts, and I, I can know pretty much everything and have like a pretty good understanding of everything oh. in the in the world of the NFL. But contracts just always confuse me so much. I believe I he's signed till twenty twenty one. Yeah. I his, his I'm on his maybe, uh, maybe I'm looking at a chart of his contracts right now. It says he's he he's there till twenty twenty three is when uh, he's an uh, I'm he's, looking at an Adam free agent. So maybe but, uh, that's fine. But, but he has like this potential out in 2020. I don't know. But yeah, if if we could somehow work Garoppolo back into New England, that would be absolutely breaking hilarious. down the deal. Damn. 
five-year deal, and he oh, signed yeah. that in when, 2018? Oh. oh, yeah, he signed, and in 2023, is he's an unrestricted, unrestricted free agent. So, yes, he signed until 2023. Uh, with the Brady, when Brady had the, the two-year extension, what was his – what was he signed till like twenty twenty one or like he was signed through he was signed through so he would play yeah. 2019, uh, 2020, and twenty twenty one. Wouldn't it be twenty twenty three when Brady's forty five? Twenty twenty two would have been. He's hmm. forty two now, so twenty 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 would be forty three. So it'd be the twenty twenty two season, right? Yeah. Oh, so the twenty. Oh, the tw- I think. Hmm. What it says here, the 2018-2019 are are uh, they have in twenty yeah twenty twenty have guaranteed salaries, but the, after that, nothing's guaranteed. I wonder if that's an option they can pick up. Contracts oh, are just way too confusing. They're yeah, so confusing. Not, I, I, especially I can't with imagine like, especially with like to... offer sheets and right, right. I I I just don't get involved in the money and, side of it. Like that and the, that Twitter account about the Patriots cap space. Oh, the cap space count. Yeah, that kudos counts. to them. Kudos he, to them for finding, finding I, that he out. He is smarter than, like, everyone else on Twitter. I swear. Shout Anyone, if you understand cap and, like, have a, a good understanding of contracts, you have you are, in my eyes, the smartest person alive. Cap space guy on Twitter, if you're listening to this, kudos to you. Shout out to you. You are the GOAT. Yeah, you're, you're the best. Facts. You're you're the tag him. Yeah, ta- yeah. This yeah, whole someone, podcast, someone dedicated to cap space. Got someone it. try to, someone try to get this in his general yeah, area. Send, send it his way. <laughs> so you guys want to talk um, week one preseason against the Lions? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Um, I mean it's preseason, but man, I'm I'm so glad football is back. I don't care if it's preseason, if it's regular season, football is football. Um, so I'm just counting down yeah. the days till Thursday, like it's regular season right now. Yeah, I was just thinking like I want I don't I'm not really aware on how well built the the Detroit team is, but well, it's but, it's, it's everyone that was on the Patriots. It's full of the yeah. Patriots. <laughs> but, Look um, on the Patriots roster a few years ago. Yeah, it's basically 2016-17 yeah. Patriots roster. That's your like yeah. the Detroit. Uh, right I'm but I'm really just gonna be like I'm gonna be really interested to see how they put out the receivers because no Edelman's not gonna be out there. Obviously, thank God. Second yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah a it's the same, exact, the stadium, same oh. exact stadium where he tore yeah. his freaking ACL a couple years ago. Uh, but and so no Josh Gordon. So we're gonna literally like our top receiver is gonna be Nikhil Harry, and good who's unproven. Everyone else is unproven besides Dorsett, and we don't know what he's supposedly had a good camp until like as of late. I think as of late he's dropped off a little bit. But like Jacoby Myers or whatever his, his name is. Uh, yeah, outstanding. He's the so new hard. guy that everyone. I think, and I, and I really hope that we can finally have this receiver because every year there's that one receiver in preseason, whether it be Chris Harper, Austin Carr, Austin Carr. These, gu- these guys that everyone falls in love with, and then Devin gets Lucian. cut. De- yeah, Devin Lucian. All these guys. It's like we always have one that to gets this, cut, yeah. but we think is so close to making the roster. Barrios last season. It's like. There's always uh, yeah. one, and I really hope that Jacoby's not this guy, and he can actually make the roster. And if there's any year to do it, it's this year with how the receivers look. So yeah, I, to this day, I don't know. How, I still don't know why we cut Austin Carr. I loved yeah. him so much, but week maybe... one, I week one for the preseason is the hardest to predict because you have nothing to base your 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 right. opinions off of except for training camp, which is completely different from a a full speed NFL game. Totally. And so. 
I mean, I think every year with um, the the training camp, people always love to like, like, oh, this guy looks really good, or this guy looks really good. But really, the way you prove it is always preseason. Always if preseason. That's, that's when you make the roster. It's not training camp. It's preseason. Absolutely. And that's one why storyline. One storyline yeah. I'm I'm main I'm mainly focused on is not the receivers, not the DBs. Is is Isaiah Wynn getting the starting left left oh, tackle yeah. spot, or is Dan yeah. Skipper taking that from him week one? Yeah, Skipper's kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, Skipper is a beast. He is like he's six huge. nine. He is, that, huge. and he's like twenty four years old. Dude, the, the th- yeah, he looks like I like when you're looking at him. He looks like he's uh, like forty. Nope, he 24. looks like he's forty. He's yeah. twenty four. And that quote from him the other day that they were like, oh, about the weather man. They're like, it's a hot one out here, and he's like, I'm yeah. not a weather man. I'm like yeah. you, you are a patriot. You are a patriot yeah. at heart. <laughs> yeah, six ten, three twenty pounds. It's insane. A, that's that's just it's like a diet Trent Brown. Is he did we get him in free agency or was he like uh, um undrafted? I think we know we he was somewhat something in free agency and I know we signed him to a futures contract last year. Mm. All right. That's just my guess, going off of memory. Yes. That is very Googleable information. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. okay. I'm on what happened? Right now he, too. Actually, a lot of Wikipedia consulting in this episode. Yeah, I'm actually right? on yeah. Wikipedia right now. It says he, uh, the Cowboys signed, signed Cow- him as an, oh, and then as an unrestricted Lions. free agent. Yeah, and then the, the Lions. Then the, he was yeah, on the he went, Lions? Yeah, he went yeah. from Dallas to Detroit to Denver to New England. Damn. Each year, he's a uh, one. This is his fourth season, and this is his fourth team. So, he's on Detroit. I could have added him to, um, what is it, my post today. Yeah, the joint practices, but I couldn't find anyone other than Van Noy. That like, no one's heard of him since right now. I mean, hopefully he pans out. He sounds like he's had a good. He's had a good uh, camp. Right. Hopefully he can work in this system because apparently the first three systems didn't work out. Speaking of Isaiah Wynn, though, and this is this is what you got to hope for every training or every uh, preseason. No injuries. Yes. Get through the get through the preseason. With no injuries and a couple guys that you know made the roster because of that, because of camp or because yeah. of because of preseason. Knock on wood, we've have we've been pretty fortunate with injuries so far, so far. Right, and I hope to God that it stays that way. Because it seems we always have one. It was Isaiah Wynn last year, which ended up working out because Trent Brown was a beast. We had a, and, quite a few last year, and then we had Edelman the year before. Edelman. It was just like, let's get through you know, camp with no injuries. That's, yeah, last that's year. Uh, Isaiah Wynn, Braxton Berrios. Uh, yeah, Berrios got hurt. Uh, Bentley got hurt early in the season. And Bentley like is the guy last year. Yeah. Stunned everyone, made the roster on the preseason. So do you all have a, a guy that you think is like, this is, this is his, uh, he's going to stun, stun everybody and be the, make the roster like Bentley did last year? Yes. Who is it? Gunnar Olszewski, punter. Oh, punter. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wait, so what? Yeah, he's changing to receiver, isn't he? What was he beforehand? He's, he was a, he's like he was a, he was he a, was a college receiver slash DB slash special teams, yeah, and he also like played baseball. D two, really? right? He wasn't even. Yeah, he was, he was like, like at I don't even know how to say it, like Bemidji D State. Right, I, right. I'm sorry, all you Bemidji D State fans that are listening <laughs> out here, but um, <laughs> but I'm sorry for butchering your Division two college name. Yeah, he'll put it on the map, and everyone. Will- but you, yeah, yeah. you actually you're buying on the Gunner hype train. I am buying on the Gunner. I bought onto it immediately once I got that that tweet saying the the mysterious number seventy two at OTAs was Gunner Ol- Olszewski Olszewski. I, I've only figured out how to say his name 
last week? I personally don't have anyone I think will shock people. Maybe like, uh, I mean, I think if Braxton Barrios is going to make the team, he better stun people. He's going to have to. Because mm-hmm. yeah. before that, he has not been good this training camp. And I have, I don't, I personally don't think he's going to make the team yet. But if he, if he balls out in these couple preseason games, then he has a much better shot of making it. Someone who's going to need to, um, uh, have good camps are both Steven Anderson and Ryan Izzo because they, yeah. Izzo was hurt last year. Anderson, um, was signed like halfway through. Am I right? Um, and I don't remember when, but um, Anderson, the tight end, you have Lacoste. You have Lacoste, you have Kendricks, you have Watson. I think Lacoste is a lock to make the roster too. Yeah. Um, You have Kendricks or you have Watson after week four. I don't even know if they keep four tight ends. I think they just keep two. And then when Watson comes back, you have three. Um, I think you just, you build up your receivers because that's, what you've been doing with the Meredith signing that happens. You got a bunch of young rookies. You got Harry. You had Inman, who is definitely getting cut. Um, Gordon, depending on on what happens. But I don't even think they they're going to use the tight ends as like a forefront this year on the offense. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, by the way, Stephen Anderson was signed last year to the practice squad. Last year practice squad. But yeah, I, that's the thing. I feel like I personally think people are overrating the. Uh, tight end position a little bit because Gronk was such a force that he was, that he was such a special play and uh, guy he can, and he was a great blocker. But I, I personally don't think you need a great tight end to be able to win or do well for the offense to do well. I mean, look at uh, look at the Rams last year. Who, who was their starting tight end? Do you even know his name? Uh, yeah. Um, shoot. Learned it from Matt. It was. Yeah. I'm gonna see I'm if I can try to get it from because I can't think think of it's, it on um, my head. It is, oh. but yeah, my point is, dude. Yeah, I can't even think. Of I'm trying. You're right. I'm not yeah. gonna look it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gonna come to me by the end of this episode. It starts with yeah. an H. I want to say. Yeah, but my it, point is, you oh. don't even know the guy. Um, it is Higby. Uh, it's Higby. I got fuck. it. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler Higby. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's the my best point. Madden though. player. Oh, he's always floating around the top of a waiver wire. Yeah, that's that's my point though. It's like you don't really. Right. It's hard to even rec- remember who he is. I personally don't think you need a great tight end. I, it definitely helps. It definitely helps a, a lot. And no one is like Gronk, or or Travis Kelsey, or any of those guys, or like Kenny or George. Uh, what's his name? Kittle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I feel like people are overreacting a little bit. But I mean, if you're bad at a position, you're bad at a position, and it's still a disadvantage. But yeah, I personally think I'm not very worried about it. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so, I'll, my um, not surprise make, but guy that comes out of nowhere like Bentley did last year, and this may not be that hot of a take because everyone seems to like him, but Terrence Brooks, yeah. um, mm. totally can see him coming out of nowhere. It's gonna be hard for him because of being safety DB anywhere in that that realm. There's a lot of depth. A lot of guys are competing with him, so it's gonna be hard. But I think that he's gonna get a lot of playing time this coming preseason and will have a very big opportunity to make the roster. Well, I mean, I feel like he's a lock for special teams. Um, yeah. But he's definitely, he's gotten a lot of reps on the first team for defense with McCourty. Um, I mean, that also could just be with the, the Chung injury and they're trying to work. Yeah. I think um, Chung's injury plays a huge part in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, depending on how he does, depending on how deep the depth chart is, depending on how Malafonu 
Melifonwu. I say Melifonwu is. Dude, I I respect him because after his last name. Yeah, I I'm, was just I'm saying gonna, Obi. Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching him closely in this preseason game though. I really want to see what he's got because he I've heard isn't he like a pretty big dude? Like yeah, I think he's... I think he could be pretty good for like helping us cover tight ends. Time for some Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> This episode brought to you by Wikipedia. Yeah, he's 6'4". Six, 6'4", four. Six, four, yeah, it says 6'3", right? Yeah, 6'4". Yeah, yeah, Chung is really good, but, like, there's, pl- there's plenty of times where tight ends get away from him, and he can't, he can't do much about it. Oh, him. yeah. Especially since we're, like, a man team now. And, like, right. we need someone who can really cover a tight end well. It's, whether it's, uh, whether it's o- Obi Melifonu or Joe Duan. Or so- we need someone big on a on a on a tight end and even it sounds like uh high towers even like gotten like uh slimmer and faster yeah um i think it was it might have been the first day of training camp or the second but um there was a report that came out that high tower has been um um covering the tight ends really well so that that could be just that that could be an improvement of his game yeah and And to be fair to be fair (laughs) yeah well yeah that's true but so yeah when you go against what team they play okay so they play the chiefs with kittle they play the eagles with Ertz. i don't know any other teams with good depending on if jordan reed comes Uh, back steelers with mcdonald uh yeah james mcdonald is he jesse jesse james left I think he's on yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. He is what gone. about that other guy they have? Uh, yeah, something McDonald or something like that. Vance, Vance McDonald. Vance yeah, McDonald. Yeah, isn't he pretty? Uh, good? He, had a, he had that stiff arm. Everyone's really bad about that. He's decent. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. No. What about? The, are sure. we playing the Chiefs this year again? Oh, or? yeah. yeah. No, um, play Chiefs at the end of the season. We got Kelsey. Who knows about? This is, has to be the most injury prone guy, and always I always take a chance on him in fan, late round fantasy picks. But um, Tyler Eifert. Late in the oh, season against Cincinnati, yeah, he's yeah. gonna be hurt by then. But he's <laughs> always hurt. Either that, or he's coming right off the IR. Yeah, and then has like a a bad game just because he's been hurt all year. Because he has like six knee surgeries and tore his ACL. Um, we play Cleveland with um the Joku. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, I think uh, Hightower, if he if he did slimmer down and like he's still a big dude, but like we he, need a Hightower he, speed. Yeah, or even isn't Bentley like? Yeah, Bentley, Bentley, Bentley covers. He can sure. he can keep up with a tight end. I mean, he got a pick against Detroit last last year on Sunday yep, night football. He did. Yeah. So I think, I think we I think we're better prepared for a, a tight end. Running backs, I don't know. Running backs kind of scare me, but I think we'll see a little bit of Bentley too in the preseason. Yeah. Uh, definitely with with coming off an injury, so I'm excited for that too because I was. I really thought that he was going to win like defensive rookie of the year up until his injury. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, if I really do hope if back to Hightower, I really do, or Hightower or Bentley, I hope either of them can really run because that was like our biggest weak point last year was like in man coverage when a linebacker was on a back. When yeah. Hightower or Van Ory was on a back. Then they don't, they weren't exactly the fastest guy to keep I up. absolutely so. think that uh, Jawan will help with that. Yeah, so I hope, and that's, that's we got lucky that Gurley was hurt or whatever during the Super Bowl, or they would have been using him on our linebackers a lot. I feel like, but yeah, he was I, a I think non-factor if, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, if Bentley is back and good and Hightower is faster, that would be a huge help. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see this preseason. I'm excited for it because it's 
it's pretty much non-stress football because you don't Absolutely. have to worry about a final score. All you got to worry about is injuries, and yeah. you get to just see all the all the guys play for the first time in what feels like forever. So, counting down the days. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's move on to some DMs. Uh, Ethan, you want to start us off? Yeah, I got one. This is from Ramiro Gonzalez, eighty-one, eighty-one, and this is what is the first game you watched as a fan of the New England Patriots? Um, and Jacob Grant, you guys want to take this one first? Yeah, I, I, it goes so like far back because like obviously we're like younger fans, so we don't have like the moment. I don't even remember what like the first actual game I watched, but I like I can think of like the the early like years of when we would like the chart when like Philip Rivers and like the Chargers would always be like that was like that was like our Peyton basically and I like I can never narrow it down to like a certain game but um I always I just remember like the Chargers being like when I was like really young like seven eight years old just being like that was always that would just seem to always be who we were playing I mean for me I remember going to my I I don't know why but I remember seeing like a this might have been two thousand ten, two thousand nine, but like a Steelers Patriots game just on TV. But I didn't really comprehend it. My first game that I actually understood was um if whoever's listening, if you guys don't know by now I've seen tickets, that will be a, a major flexing point throughout Flex. the season. Um but what they do is if you get season tickets the year before, if they make the playoffs, they give you those playoff tickets in advance. Um, so I got the 2010 divisional game against the Jets, and I sat in the corner seat of the stadium, the highest part that you could possibly sit in, and we lost that game. And that was the first, the first game I ever went to. The first game I like actually like went to as a fan, and understood. And it was, it was heartbreaking, you know, as, as what is it? As like a seven year old kid. Just going and seeing seeing your team lose in your first ever game in the playoffs in a in a seat that's like five hundred feet above the above the grounds, and I mean looking back on it, it was a fun, but at the at the moment it was it was pretty sad. That was my first game. Uh, my first game. Well, uh, the first time I've ever seen like a Patriots game was actually, um. Uh, the Super Bowl against the Giants in 07. Oh, my God. That yeah. was act- Well, I mean, like, I saw, like, a couple minutes of it because, like, that was, like, late for me because I was a little kid. Yeah. Like, I was, I'm only – because I'm only 18 right now. I was, like, like almost, like, 10 years old around that time, maybe even younger. But uh, I saw, like – I barely saw any of that. The first full game I really watched was the season opener the next year of Brady uh, – against the Chiefs with Brady Gale. Oh. Oh, that's a terrible game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that whole season, I was sad because, like, I had to spend the whole season without – because, like, my dad would tell me, like, all throughout last season about how good Brady is. Like, Tom Brady is the the best. He's so calm in the pocket and all that stuff. I'm like, I really want to see him. And, like, then I finally get to see him, and then he gets hurt in the second play. So I'm like, yeah, that's great. So I had to wait a whole season for that. But, uh, yeah, that was my first game. You saying the thing about the Giants Super Bowl reminds me of – this isn't like my earliest memory, but this is one of the earlier ones when the the second time we played the Giants. That game, uh, during halftime, I went out with my friends because what, what that was like two thousand like eleven twelve. I was I would have been like the fifth grade. The Jake and, Ballard game. 
<laughs> we uh we went out like at halftime. I think Madonna was the halftime show. Did not care about that. And <clears throat> we went out and we like rode bikes around my neighborhood during halftime. And basically we were like racing bikes during this during the uh the halftime show. And I like turned and I like hit like a curb and basically like flipped over my bike and I like cut my knee open. Ended up going to the hospital. Got to the hospital in time for the third quarter. So I'm sitting in the hospital and I was like, hey, can you flip the game on like the Super Bowl's on? So while they're stitching up my leg, I have to watch our hearts get ripped out and watch – well, that, that was the Manningham catch, right? Yeah. yeah. So watch that happen. Or David Tyree. Or, yeah, Tyree, the helmet catch, yeah. Manningham was the first one. Uh, was the second one. Yeah, Tyree was 07. Tyree, that yeah. Was the- Manning, Manningham was the, the 11 12 year. Yeah. Watch, yeah, so watching that happen in the hospital was like one of my earlier memories as a Patriots fan. And by far, losing a Super Bowl was worse than being in a hospital. But that was always when we talk about like old Patriot memories and like first time I remember watching a game. That's always what I think of. Uh, what was your, um, your DM? Uh, so mine is from uh, Chaos Carlos. It is, if you guys were GMs, what trade would you make? And he says, give one each of us. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go last because I have, I, have I, have I have a take here. I think Jacob has to go first. Just no, I know who he's going to say. Oh, we okay. all know you, who you're going to you, trade. We know you're going <laughs> to pick Roberts, so let's be original here. And anyone that we haven't talked about trading. So uh, get out of here. Someone, Roberts needs some, to be out of here. Actually, no, I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't Robert, trade him. Pick someone other than Roberts. Okay, all right, yeah, I wouldn't trade Roberts. I'd, I'd cut him. <laughs> Who would you uh, trade? I for a trade, I think I would probably go with Harmon, dependent yeah. on dependent on uh, on how are the other Terrence Brooks and Ob Melifonio are doing. But assuming them two are good, uh, I'd trade Harmon for because Harmon does have some value because he's had made plays for us and he did play decent, pretty well in the Super Bowl. He's got a lot of value. Yeah, I think so he's got value. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen our um last episode, we dive deep into our um Duran. Yeah, that was a that was a big talks. talk point because so um, I thought I thought it was crazy, but might be leading the forefront here for yeah, the, the it, can say, trade. it can save us pretty a pretty good amount of cast space. All right, is it my can, turn? Yeah. yeah. What's your What's your trade? Hmm. I got a roster in my room that I'm just trying to to find someone good on. I mean, I want to go with the obvious Burkhead that, yeah. but I mean, I want to be original here. Um. I'm not going to say Dawson because I already hate on him too much. This is not um, any value for him yet. Yeah. Um, I say Braxton Berrios. I say we trade Do you him think he has a lot of value? Yeah, I, I think, think he, he has, has a lot. I think he has value to a team that's missing a inside slot receiver um, and a return man. Um, we already have enough enough receivers um, and return men. I feel like you could probably get, I don't know, Belichick I mean, would probably I feel like you get like a six for that. Trade Berrios for like a late five and then maybe just some random random player that you've never heard of before. i know this is off topic but i can't believe we got anything for jacob hollister oh no <laughs> i can't believe we got anything for that guy what a, a fleece that was it's a miracle even though it's a conditional seventh but still oh my god yeah i mean being able to get away with not cutting him was grant's gonna say some absurd okay. player right grant this, who, yeah, who are you so, taking this is say why Tom brady well, I thought of Trade Hoyer. No, this is uh, this is 
This is why I'm glad Jake's not in here because the oh, the Jesus. Tr- dude the no. trade no. trading J C Jackson no 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 no, no, no get no, out of no, here no. let me explain no you can and leave I'm, I'm not on board with this but if we're going to like bold predictions here trading J C is not crazy we have so much corner depth Jawan Williams drafted him high Duke. Duke Dawson. There's Duke really- Dawson sucks. J.C. Jackson is okay. 10 times so, better than Duke dude, Dawson. Okay, I, I do not care look, what you say. Look, Duke Dawson is that. We don't even know yet, dude. We finding, don't even know that finding, yet. Uh, finding a number two corner is not impossible. We have J.C. Jackson, our number two corner. And Jason who McCourty. Be, who could, right. Who could be the number one on a whole lot of other teams right now. If his value is so high right now after last season – you get him like another one of those seasons this year, or even right now, he has such a high ceiling because of how young he is and how, and um, and coming off last season, what he did that uh, there's a lot of teams that would trade high, give good players for him because he's young and he's very talented. So, yeah. so I see like, what you're saying, but it's, I still it's, think it's ridiculous. I would, I'd be, I'd be pissed if we did, but. I don't think it's crazy to be like JCJ because, and I, I believe like I saw something a while ago, the Patriots like looking away from it. Like they, they've really hyped him up and made his value seem a lot higher than it, it really might be. We've seen a very small sample size of JC. And if you can get something really high for him in turn, I do it. If you get like, a, I mean, if, if you offered a first, then you really have to look at it. Dude, if there was a first, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. You really have to look at if it's a first. For you guys that are new to this podcast, Jake is one of the members of our podcast who is on vacation this week. And when he returns, he will most likely never join the podcast again. I'm going to, he's what, he's off how many days? Like five more days? He's, he's going to message you tomorrow, dude. He's, he's going to message you tomorrow. Wait, he's get, he gets service <laughs> back tomorrow? Well, I don't know I, about that. I, whenever I, he when, gets service. Well, I didn't know he was losing service. <laughs> Jake will be listening to this. I'm he assuming. will listen, Jake, and I will. Yeah. I will get crucified for it. I'm sure. Oh my god, Jake, <laughs> this was all Grant. I do not agree with this whatsoever. <laughs> do not come at me and Jacob for this. Just go, 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 go with the Georgia kid. Okay, just yeah, raid him with your spam. Rant. Jake can do a rant next week about what you just said. There you go. <laughs> okay, we can swap up the Grant's rant with uh, yeah. Jake's rant. Perfect. Doesn't flow as good, but uh, which is a very good segue into the rant that I do have. And that you got. I do. We're it's a it, like like we did last week with the fan page <clears throat> drama. We have a uh, Grant's rant will be something from time to time when I have to like, rant out. And we'll uh we'll start it off with a very light topic, not an actual rant where I'm going at something or <laughs> I'm actually mad. This is just a uh, with with the Brady contract news and everything that's transpired over the the past couple of days with Brady reaching 42. Uh. The, the rant is that you've got to I, – I put this in the blog the other day. You've got to keep it in perspective, and you've got to appreciate everything that the Patriots have given us because you don't know when it's going to be over. Um, Brady, who knows how long we have. If we, you've got to look at it. And I've, you've, ever since 2014, basically, you've had to look at it like every year is going to be its life. We've been given more for this organization than any team could ever give a fan base. It's not really a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing. It's a once-ever sort of thing. I don't think there is another team in modern sports that will be able to replicate what the Patriots have done over the last 20 years, and there won't be a fan base that gets as spoiled. So whenever it does come to an end, because eventually it will have to, you've got to 
appreciate the moment now and not be that that like the Packers or the Cowboys that used to live in the glory days because we have a lot more days than a lot of teams do. So don't be that fan in 10, 15 years from now that's like, oh, I wish it could be like then. Just appreciate the, everything that happens this year. And if this is the end and this is the last year, soak up every single touchdown, handoff, carry, interception, whatever it may be of this, of this team because you never know when it's going to end. If, if this is the last year, you don't want to miss a game and, because you're watching history. And I'll, I'll go over it 100 times, I'm sure. I'll, I'll say it when we get to the AFC Championship this year or when we get to the Divisional or even just the playoffs. I'll, I'll say this every single time because you're a fool if you don't appreciate what we've got right now. And if you don't appreciate the Patriots and what they've, what they've been able to do, then you've, you, haven't, you haven't appreciated football and haven't been the best fan you can be. So just don't take anything the Patriots have given us for granted. At this point, we, don't, we really truly do not know if this is the last year of Tom Brady. So never, never uh, just take it for granted is all, is all I got to say. I'm going to say this for people that – even if you're not a Patriots fan, you have to. You may not you may not like the Patriots. You may think they're cheaters. You may think Tom Brady kisses his kids too much. Um is a system QB. But but or is a system QB or is it's all Belichick in the defense. You are living right now. I'm a, I'm willing to bet most of you guys, I haven't have were not alive for Michael Jordan. You were not alive for Wayne Gretzky. You are you are living in the time with the greatest player in your in the sports history right now you have to cherish everything most teams would kill for an 11 and 5 season and a playoff berth cherish that we somehow we got a super bowl last year cherish that we're still in contention even with a quarterback that's that should be 15 that's years 42 time. 42 that's 42 and the odds on favorite to win the super bowl that's unheard of that's unbelievable like, so just put I, it in perspective. Yeah, like even if you you hate the Patriots and talk like like what Ethan just said, uh, you still like you have to appreciate what Brady is doing, whether you think he's a system quarterback or not, whether it's all Belichick or not. St- he's still making history with the records mm-hmm. and being forty two and winning Super Bowls. Like st- you still gotta. Brady like, is going to break Peyton's touchdown record this season if he has anywhere near a decent season. Oh, At yeah. 42 years old. Do you guys want to hear something interesting? Yeah. Without looking, without looking it up for you guys, would you consider the Great Depression to be a long time? Like, in that span, would you consider that to be a long time? Yeah. The Great Depression yeah. was, like, forever ago. So the, that's when the Yankees won all the World Tom Series. Bur- yeah. Tom Brady's career has basically been the equivalent of two Great Depressions. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> Through two Great Depressions and still have the same longevity as Tom Brady has his NFL career. Yeah. Which is absurd because the, the, it took 10 years. The Great Depression was 10 years. And people say that was long. You, this is one of the, if not the most violent sport in history in the world and you have a guy who now here's a guy who's who, played um, through two <laughs> eras of this how do you deal with played, the, now he how do you deal with through, like the ray lewis's of the world he played through ray lewis terrell suggs brian erlacher yeah like he's I, juked brian erlacher he put <laughs> brian erlacher on 
skates. Yeah, see, like, I, I hate when people, like, bring up, like, uh, the NFL was much more violent back in the day or whatever, less rules. But, like, there's still, but there's stronger people today. Right. And there were back then. Harder, better, I, faster, stronger. I feel like that is, I feel like that um, evens it out a little bit right there. So, like, I feel like it's still just as dangerous, if not more dangerous. Like, even with a clean hit, you could still get destroyed by the people it's, that are running around the NFL these days. It's just truly remarkable what he's been able to do. And, you, you'll probably never see this ever again. So we have, at, we, we, are, we are guaranteed 16 more games. Hopefully there's 19 more. Appreciate every single one and don't yeah. ever take it for granted. That's, that's, I'll harp on that 100 times over because if, if you, cause you'll look back in 10 years, however old you are, even someone like me who's 19, I still look back and say, I wish I could have been a fan earlier could have done this earlier because of tom brady because yeah. it shrinks every day how much long we have of him so absolutely if this is the last one cherish it yeah and how many times in a row have we made the afc championship game eight. like 500 <laughs> like we've been in the afc championship like the last eight years in a row but you still you, like you just said like you can't take that for granted like even though it's like it's been a lock. Yeah, like, like, like I just said, gotta cherish it every time. A, celebrate it. A few it. minutes ago, I was like, "We know we're going to the AFC Championship." No one has ever been able to say that in like the history of sports. No one has started the season and been like, "Let's save that guy for the AFC Championship." Like when we had Gronk, we were like, "Should we just bench Gronk to the AFC Championship?" No one has been able to do that. Been able to be like, "Ooh, like our sights are set on the AFC Championship." Because yeah. to, for some teams, like the Jags, that was a monumental moment in that team's like franchise history. Oh, that yeah. is that is what we have as our like what our, our our floor every year. Like if we don't reach it that that then we're like Patriots season was Patriots, a failure. If the yeah. Patriots lose the divisional rounds and don't make the AFC championship game, that season is considered a massive failure. Yet Absolutely. let's say a team like Detroit, Tampa Bay, Arizona, if they even Dude. make the wild card or even, have a winning season, they would can, kill for that. Even guys, teams like Baltimore that are like known winners in this deck in this decade and a half, or however you want to call the two thousands, even kill teams like that, straight. dude. They, they're when they made it last year with Lamar and they lost. They were like, okay, that was a success. Even yeah. teams like that are still calling divisional round losses successes. So it's like. Cherish it. <laughs> you really do, like, because this this isn't gonna happen forever, and who knows what happens after Brady? Like, if even if he is done after this year, like, you don't. Jared Jared Stidham's gonna play well, or if the next guy they draft is gonna play well, or if even Bill will go along like soon after. But yeah, for real, still even like even if Brady's gone, is that still a huge change? And even if it's still Belichick for a couple years. You don't know how it's gonna go. I think they'll be in con- like at least in playoff contention, but you don't know if they're going to be going after the... the there will be team. a time where we don't start the season and say, oh, this is an AFC championship. Yeah. Like, ev- yeah. So. There'll be a time where, like, I don't know, you're going to be thinking, I don't know if we're going to make the playoffs this year. Right. There will, I think one day will be that time, and I hope it's not soon, but... no, You no one just don't know with a 42-year-old QB. Yeah, one hit could be done. One hit, and sure. he's in, like, if, if he has a serious injury, like, if he tore his MCL last year... He could be done as of now. He could 100%. Be done now. We could be like literally relying on Jared Stidham right now. 
That was a non-contact too. Well, actually, no, it was he. He got well, I mean, ran into it by the linebacker when he got hit. That's when he. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. But like, it's not one of those. But yeah, I get what you're saying. One of those like below, like Von Miller's not coming up the middle and just leveling Brady. It was yeah. one of those like fell down, kind of got hit, and yeah, all, that's his, the career was right there. Yeah, that's why I was saying like he was ducking out of throw so much. He was protecting himself. He want to make sure he didn't tear that because I mean. The rehab for that at 42 is, oh, my goodness. I don't think – by the time he's back to 100%, he's going to be, like, 45, thinking, like, okay, I'm going to retire anyways. Not even Alex Guerrero could fix that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> he um, out there with a cane. Are you wondering are we, we'll talk about the giveaway, Ethan? Yeah, we can talk about – okay, so before we get into the giveaway, I just want to extend a quick shout-out to um, Ty Law for getting inducted into oh, yeah. Canton last weekend. Yeah. Um, didn't even talk about Ty Law. I mean, goat, absolute goat. Um, a lot of us like didn't really get to live during the Ty Law era. I was yeah. like five years old, but still, he was my mom's pick. favorite character. I mean, not, a, I a player character. <laughs> he's a character. Um, my my favorite. He, he was her favorite player. So I do definitely like Ty Law. No, I love I Ty mean, Law. He is he is the uh, he's the goat twenty four for the Pats and has has a gold jacket and has a bust in Canton now. Well deserved. His speech, by the way, if you haven't listened to his, uh, listen to watch his it or listen. Wait, I like, actually it haven't. Is, it is. Oh, you have to. Like as I soon have, as you're done, I, I was meaning to, but I completely you have to go listen to it. It is the biasly highlight of the, the highlight of the speech is we started this shit. Yeah, yeah I remember <laughs> that. I, I I remember that. Quote. Listen to the whole thing. It is so inspirational. It makes you want to run through a brick wall. It makes you love Ty Law exponentially more. He is just the best. And another thing about the Hall of Fame speech is. While we're on the topic of um, uh, not like how great Brady is and not taking things for granted, three of the guys that got inducted into the Hall of Fame, one being Ty Log, he was a Patriot. Ed Reed, they were talking. They all they, they they mentioned Belichick, the opposing coach, in their Hall of Fame speech. That just um, speaks. Ed miles, Reed so. and uh, Kevin Mawalway both yeah. thanked Bill Belichick for making them a better player. Ed Reed reportedly uh, wanted to join the Patriots. TV I coach. saw that. Yeah, that was that's insane. He can't too. this year, but he can't. But next year, he might be able to, if he wants to. They bring want him to over, and, and they want to bring him in. That would be awesome. Imagine J.C. Jackson and unless Stephon he's traded more with with a uh, with freaking Ed Reed coaching him. Did the the picture or the the video of Gilmore and Ty Law and Ty Law's like standing next to his bust in Canton, and he's like yeah. pointing to Gilmore. He's like, "This is the next guy." Yeah, I remember that. That was chills. Yeah, so we got into the giveaway. Yeah, so um, all right, you, you explain it. To enter this um, giveaway, what you're going to need to do is any one of the accounts, um, me, Grant, Jacob, and then as well as Matt and Jake, um, DM them. Um, tell them why you think you deserve um, this poster, why you think you should win, as well as your favorite part of the podcast. Um, and then you will be entered into the drawing to win the poster. We will announce them at a later time and um, make sure to keep them um, listening because we got a lot more giveaways planned um, in the future. Yeah. Got a lot of cool stuff to give. So keep listening and send us those DMS so we can enter you into the giveaway. I think that's, that's it for episode three of the USOI Fiesta podcast. Um, if you guys got anything that you want to talk about, just, just DM one of us, come in contact with one of us. We are, 
DMs always, are always open. We, we try to answer as much as we can. Um, and maybe, yeah, just enter the giveaway. Um, and maybe you'll go home with a Rodney Harrison and Leon Gray Hall. Yeah, don't DM um, so, me anytime in the morning because I sleep. Yeah, I, I sleep till like noon. Jacob sleep. Yeah, well, I'm up. Er- yeah. I'm up early at Patriots Red Zone. Hit my DMs. <laughs> um. Also, if you want a second drawing into the um giveaway, take a um, post a picture of Rodney Harrison, um, or Leon Gray, and on your Instagram tag one of us, and um that will give us um give you a second drawing to um help spread us tell us tell your friends about the podcast so they can enter um because we got a lot more giveaways and we just want to to share share the love of patriots nation with you guys so just this is it for um episode three thanks for listening share with your friends your family your enemies uh just share 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 to whoever you you want to um share it with some random people you see on the street maybe they'll maybe they'll give it a listen you know um so i think that's it um see you guys next time uh, adios. You could be a master. Don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you go find yourself. Standing in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the world's gonna know your name. Yeah. Cause you found with the Hall of Yeah. And the world's gonna know your name. Yeah. And you'll be on the walls of the You can run the mile, you can walk straight through hell with a smile.